Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. God is indeed a God of restoration. He is indeed a God of deliverance. And God will move in our life in order to position us where his will would have us to be. The question that we have to answer is this. Are we desiring this? Do we want our lives to be conformed to the will of God? That we might do the things that he would have us to do for one purpose, not for blessing in our life, not for what we might receive, but rather for what might we do for the sake of others. That we might be blessed to be a blessing to them. What we might receive that we might give to others. Do we truly want to be that vessel? Well, to be in that case, we need God actively involved in our life and there are things that hinder that we're talking about leprosy and leprosy brought about a great obstacle for people and again most commentators see that leprosy did not happen by chance but it happened as a divine punishment upon those who were not thinking humbly, not thinking according to the will of God, but thinking about themselves, them being selfish, and them being committed to what they wanted rather than seeing themselves walking submissively to the purposes and the plans of God. So before we begin tonight, we need to ask ourselves, who are we in Messiah? Have we believed a lie? that God is there to serve us and to help us achieve what we want, that is not the faith of Scripture. That is falsehood. It is deception. It is a Christianized form of idolatry. People might say his name, but they are certainly not living according to his character. So when we use his name, We need to understand that we're called to exemplify, to demonstrate to others, to bear witness of his character in our life, to think as he would have us to think and to act as he would have us to act. And when we are thinking incorrectly, when we are viewing others incorrectly, when we're sizing them up according to what we want from them or how we think they should behave, And if they don't meet our standards, then we have contempt, we're judgmental, and we're unkind. That is the spirit that brings punishment upon us. Look, if you would, to the book of Leviticus and chapter 13. For the last two weeks, we have been studying some laws dealing with leprosy, and we are going to continue this evening in that same chapter, dealing with these same issues. But here we find out, that leprosy may not only be upon the skin, 
but leprosy can also appear in other places so let's begin look with me as i said the book of leviticus chapter 13 we're going to begin where we left off last week with verse 40 where it says a man that and we have a word for for being lost or falling out being removed and that is his head now when we say his head we're talking and there's no disagreement among the scholars and most translators will just put this in we're talking about hair so we've seen there's been an emphasis upon skin and the color of the hair is significant but now for the most part we're talking about hair so it says here in verse 40 a man that his head and the implication is context demands this the hair of his head is is falling out so he's losing his hair and it says koreach who koreach is a word for being bald so his hair has been removed not by him but it is simply fall fallen out now we have to ask is this a natural baldness or is it something that happened and the context and the commentators would say something that is abnormal something that happens quickly something that that shows there is a problem this is not normal so we're not talking about what some would call male pattern baldness we're talking about something that's unique that's different and if this is the case that his hair has fallen out just rapidly well it says here tohor who he is clean just the fact that one's hair falls out doesn't necessarily mean that there is a problem that there is leprosy so read carefully and pay attention to what the scripture is saying hair is removed not by man but it falls out from a man and if this is a case in and of itself he is still pure there is nothing going on here that he needs to deal with but keep reading verse verse 41 and if and then we have the word peah it's in the construct form and the peah has to do with this part of the head here so not the normal place where where hair falls out but we're talking about the side so where the peot many people are familiar with the the curls that that many within the Haredi community especially the Hasidim where we're talking about that location and it says here verse 41 and if the the corners of the face meaning here the temples where we're referring to if again his head shall fall out it's not talking about the head obviously but the hair of the head and this is upon this place it says that he is a gibeach who and this means where he was koreach now it's simply saying that this is a baldness of the front portion of his head and we're talking about the temple area so this is his status and again look at the end of verse 41 it says tohor who he is still pure there's nothing that needs to be done if 
simply the hair falls out even if it's done unusually meaning in a rapid way or not uh, at a older age but simply it takes place maybe he is older but his hair has has stayed with him but now rapidly it has left if this is the case there is no problem as of yet look now to verse 42 and for if there will be in and we have korachat and this is in the boldness if it's in the boldness or in the gabachat this is in the temple area is a plague now there's a change we just don't have the absence of hair we have a a plague an ailment and this is what we've talked about in other places in this 13th chapter where it says if there is a white or white reddish uh ailment if this is the case so the hair quickly fell out and now in that place where the hair was whether it's the top of his head or in the temple area now we have an ailment a a plague and this can mean simply a a change in the pigmentation of his skin and if that change is a reddish white it says here sarat that is leprosy has broken out whether it be in the the normal bald places of his head or whether it be upon his his temples in that area regardless if he has this whitish reddish uh, uh, discoloration of his scalp or of his temples therefore there is a change and what is he well we're going to find out what he should do verse 43 and the priest shall look at him so the priest is going to look at him and the implication obviously look at these areas where there's that whitish reddish uh change and behold if there is this this lifting up of the the ailment where this discoloration has happened if indeed that it is white or reddish whether it's in the the upper portion of his head or upon his temple this is as the appearance of of sarat of the skin of his flesh if this is the case what do you do well look at verse 44 if this is what happens then it says verse 44 ish sarua a leprous man is he and now because of not just the hair falling out but after the hair has fallen out or with the hair falling out if there is this whitish reddish discoloring of the skin a change in pigmentation then we have and there's nothing uncertain about it it says here that that this one is indeed a leprous man and he is unclean and the priests shall proclaim this one unclean in his head and in his head is this ailment is this striking this this affliction again whether it's on the scalp or whether it's on the temples look now to verse 45 
and the leprosy which is in him if it's in him but now it says if the the leprosy this strike is striking this ailment is in his clothes it says here they shall be torn and that means ripped away wherever there's that spot you have to get rid of it and if it's will be on his head so now we see that it's in the hair of his head then what should be done the hair should be uncovered and also upon his lip there should be covered so his head is going to be uncovered his hair is going to be let down and his lip his mustache is what it literally says safam his mustache so that which is above his lip is going to be covered and unclean unclean he will proclaim so now we have something that we haven't heard earlier and that is and most would say it's applied for all forms of leprosy it's simply that there is greater revelation now in regard to what is done with someone who is leprous and that is that this one is supposed to proclaim that he is leprous before others verse 46 and all the days which is which there is a an ailment in him all the days that there's this discolorization this issue he is impure and it says here being impure he must dwell he will dwell alone outside the camp is his dwelling place and i've already made mention to you that that frequently this is among the tombs why well the tombs were a place of that which is unclean because this one is unclean where can he go he can't go anywhere within the city that's why it says out of the camp and the most common place was where the tombs were so this is what it's saying and if he appears before anyone he has to yell out that he is unclean unclean verse 47 and the garment that will be in it a plague of leprosy now we we have something that's unique it's no longer upon the skin it's no longer upon the the beard meaning on the face but we're dealing with that which is in a garment now we're going to speak very very specific about the garment and we're going to see that over and over we're given some information concerning this garment and by the way and this is going to be most relevant in a moment for the most part garments were woven so they would put them on a an instrument which will allow the the cloth and the strings that are used the threads and such to be woven together in order to make this garment look if you would at verse 47 and the garment that will be in it a a striking or an ailment or an appearance of leprosy it's that same word that we've learned before nega where that that leprosy is it touches it says in a garment of wool or in a garment of linen 
Now, these were the two most common uh, types of, of linen or, or wool was used, the most ty- common type of, of cloth that was used in making, making clothes back then. So whether it's in wool or whether it's in linen. Or, look at verse 48. Now we have a word, shti. We have another word, erif. And these two words are used in a very particular way. Now when garments are made using wool, using linen, they are woven and you have some of the garments that are or some of the cloth or the threads that are put lengthways and then there's some that are put crossways and we're going to see if you look for example at this it says or in and we have the term here warp a warp is those threads that that go if you're weaving from you forward so back and forth this is the warp now we also have what's known as the weft and the weft is crossways so they're woven together and it says regardless of where it is whether it's the warp or whether it's the weft it says whether it is a lemon garment or whether it is a wool garment or if it's in the skin or in any or when it say skin meaning leather whether it's a leather garment or anything that is made out of leather so perhaps a sandal so let's review and see exactly what's being said here that leprosy may not just be upon the body of the individual it can be upon the hair or it can be upon the garments now wool linen or leather or anything that's made of leather so any of these things are susceptible to acquiring leprosy and all of this is reviewed in judaism as a sign that god is displeased with this individual so ceremonial uncleansiness usually doesn't involve god's displeasure there are many things that are natural that when we just live our life that we're going to encounter that are going to happen to us that can render a person unclean but it has nothing to do with something that is wrong something that is sinful or anything of that nature but but leprosy in this context according to the scholars has to do with a uncleanliness that is an outcome of sinful behavior the wrong way of thinking and that's why the people are treated in this way look now to verse 49 and if it should come about this ailment this striking this place where there is this this discoloration of whether it's a garment whether it's uh, uh, of cloth or whether it's of leather if it becomes yarak rock this is green so if it becomes greenish or reddish in the garment or in the leather whether it is in the the warp or whether it's in the weft or in any vessel of leather 
if it has this discoloration of these two types, it says who. It is a plague or an ailment of leprosy. That's what we're told. And this one must show himself to the priest. The priest will look at this one. Verse 50. And the priest will look at the ailment. And what will he do? Well, it says that he will quarantine this uh, this one who has this ailment for seven days. And he will look at the ailment, this striking where, where their problem is on the seventh day. For if the nega, if this ailment has spread out in the garment or in the, the warp or in the weft or in the leather or in anything that's made with leather, or it has here if it's made and it spreads out in anything of leather which is made it says that it is a leprous and we have here a word this word in modern hebrew is a word for something that is malignant what does that mean we usually use that in regard to cancer so if the cancer is malignant we see that that or if the tumor is malignant it means that there's something active going on something that is destructive and it uses the same word the leprosy is malignant it is active it is alive it is destructive is what's being said in this passage and therefore because the leprosy is active this one is unclean what should be done verse 52 now we're talking about here these garments whether it's of some garment of linen or garment of wool or leather or anything that can be made from leather leather all these things are susceptible to leprosy and if this is the case look at verse 52 it says here and he shall burn the garment or the the warp or the weft with its uh, wool or its linen or any vessel of leather which will be in it this plague so any of these things whether it is simply in one of these places or another we have to burn it must be destroyed now what is that a a symbol of being burned is oftentimes a symbol of judgment so this one is going to lose the garment lose this leather leather vessel this thing that's made whether it's a belt whether it's shoes or sandals whatever it may be it is going to be burnt up look now to verse first uh 52 at the end for it is a malignant leprosy and therefore with fire it is burnt up that's what we're told now verse 53 and if the priest will see meaning if he will look at it carefully and behold it has not spread out meaning this ailment has not spread out in the garment or in the the warp or in the weft or in any vessel of leather what should be done at this time 
well remember we've looked at it for seven days this is at the seventh day it's being examined and it says verse 54 the priests will command and that they will wash that which has this ailment this this appearance this discoloration this problem and they shall quarantine it a second seven days just like we saw earlier in this chapter and the implication is at the end of that time what will happen look at verse 55 and the priests will look after it has been washed what has been washed after the washing of this ailment and again this ailment is one that is a discolorization of the linen or the wool whether it's in just part of it in the the warp or in the weft doesn't make any difference whether it's on leather or anything made of leather the priest has to look at it after it's been washed because it had not spread out it hasn't gotten worse therefore wash it and then look at it after the washing and notice what he says we're in verse 55 again the priest will look after the washing of this ailment behold if the ailment has not turned meaning change to his eye meaning how it was prior to the washing now it's been washed again and there's no change whatsoever everything is the same thing so if it has not changed that element has not changed to his eye some bibles will say color well that's the implication but it's literally the word his eye and the nega this element has not spread out what is it well if it has not it is impure or unclean and it must be burned with fire why well we have a very important word what it means here and it's the word which means it has kind of wasted away it's gone down it's burrowed down into the the garment into the leather whether it's on the the outer side or whether it's on the other side regardless if there's been no change it's still that whitish reddish and it has not uh, changed in its color therefore it is unclean and this one has to do with it in the way that he said but look if you would to the end of this verse where it says or look at verse 56 but if the priest has seen it and behold now we're going to deal with a change there is a change according to his eye and it has become keha we talked about this word previously it becomes darker dimmer so instead of it being whitish red or green or some other it has faded and it's become darker after the washing of this ailment this is what he sees what should he do look at the middle of verse 56 he shall tear it from the the garment or from the leather or from the warp or from the weft 
so he removes that portion of the infected area verse 57 and if he shall look again at the garment whether it's the warp or the weft or any of the vessels made from leather and we see here that it has spread out meaning he removes this but after removing it he looks again later on at it and what has happened it has spread out then the same thing has happened even though the place that looked problematic has been removed torn away but the damaging is still continuing meaning it's spreading out in that case it says with fire you shall burn it what is in this this ailment in this area of of infection verse 58 and the garment whether it's the warp or the weft or any vessel meaning every vessel of of leather which you will wash and it says you remove from it this this uh affliction and then you wash it a second time and if that's the case that you've done this and it hasn't gone through any change then it is pure if it has continued to grow more obviously it would not be pure it would be unclean but here it says that it's pure for this is the law look at verse 59 our last verse this is the law the law of the torah of a ailment of leprosy for a garment that is wool or one that is linen whether it's in the the warp or in the weft or any thing any instrument or vessel of leather and it says this is the law for saying what is pure and what is unclean now what we're going to do is see that these things are given to the priests in order that they can have discernment for judging and what's so important is that they have been put into authority to regulate the well-being of the community this is what we need to remember and focus in on all of this is to safeguard the community against those things that bring impurity that things those things that defile those things that interrupt and change the status quo what is the proper condition that which is pure and what do we learn that which is pure god will bless that which is unclean that which is impure that which is corrupt god will not bless but as we saw with fire it should be burnt up this is a a reference to god's judgment his displeasure so in the community if there is leprosy this is a sign god is unpleased with some aspect and the priests who have been given authority they come and they give discernment they give the ruling and one who is guilty one who is leprous they are going to be put out of the community until there's a change until god brings about a change 
this is what is being taught and let me conclude by saying this it is so so significant that messiah cleanse lepers why this was something that no one else could do only messiah was was called to do this as a way of identifying himself as a way of revealing the nearness of the kingdom see messiah was sent into this world to prepare people even lepers for a kingdom change to get ready for what god was going to do so let me ask you are you ready for that coming kingdom are you prepared for it or is there something in your life or in my life that renders us in god's estimation unclean not pure not prepared not fit for being blessed a wise thing that we should do just like we've seen over and over the priest looks at it there's an evaluation well evaluate your life how do you do that by asking god to reveal to you anything that's displeasing to him and be sincere and be wanting to agree with god and what god says is not proper rid it from your life what do we learn tear it out remove it why well if it's not dealt with it is going to be burnt up with fire judgment is coming what does the scripture say judgment begins where at the house of the lord that meaning begins with the people of god so let's come before god sincerely let's ask him to bring about a discernment in our life those things that god sees as impure unclean unacceptable and pray that he would help you get rid of those things to separate yourself from them in order that you are in a condition where god will bless god will use and god will will bring about a godly influence through you in the life of others that's what being a disciple is all about what is that great commission to go forth and make disciples teaching them to observe being an influence on their life to observe to do to obey all the things that the word of god commands us that is spiritual maturity so you're either going to be growing spiritually or you're going to be moving away from the purity that god has called you to bear witness to until next time and we begin chapter 14 my hope is that god will move mightily in your life that you will experience his pleasure his blessing and that you will be used by him until next time shalom well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org there you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel.